Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Josh Davis filling in for Pastor Brad Davis. It's my joy and privilege to get to be with you again today. Yesterday, I shared some startling statistics that reveal through a survey that about one-third of American senior pastors believe that good works are enough to get you into heaven. This survey was done by the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University and is reported by the Christian Post. Included in this startling survey that I dealt with yesterday, there was more to it than just that one revelation. Other things that are startling according to this report is that researchers found that in addition to believing that people can merit salvation based solely on their good works, one-third or more of senior pastors surveyed also believe the Holy Spirit is not a person. Again, catch that. The Holy Spirit is not a person, but rather a, quote, symbol of God's power, end quote. Others said that moral truth is subjective, not objective. That the biblical teaching on abortion is, quote, ambiguous, end quote. And at least a third of those surveyed also said that they believe, quote, socialism is preferable to capitalism and that allowing property ownership facilitates economic injustice, end quote. This is what uh, over one-third of pastors surveyed in this nationwide survey say that they believe. And it shows you exactly how it all goes hand in hand. And uh, it comes back to the foundation. When you deny biblical truth, when you deny, as they say here, absolute truth, and they say truth is objective, you have to find your own truth. Just be a person of faith. It doesn't matter necessarily what or whom you believe in as much as that you have faith. See, these typical historically liberal theological perspectives really are at the foundation of what's going on here. When you begin to deny truth, you also begin to deny God's Word. It is no longer your authority. It may be a good book with some good moral teachings scattered here and there that you can draw some inspiration from from time to time. But just focus on being a good person. Just focus on being nice. Just focus on being kind. Just focus on being the best you that you can be. And because it's really all about us and our feelings and our desires and our wants. So morality is not based on any external standard like the Bible, but it's based on a subjective standard, including ourselves. 
In other words, I can make up right and wrong in my own eyes. I don't need a standard like God's Word or God Himself who gave us His Word. I don't need that standard. I can determine what's right and wrong in my own heart. Do you see what's at the bedrock of this? And this is why I think you see such a correlation with all of these uh, startling, really, results. It's because when you begin to buy one lie and one bad philosophy, in other words, one bad way of thinking, then that opens up the floodgates and it just falls like a stack of dominoes. One truth knocks down the next truth, knocks down the next truth. You deny biblical authority. You deny morality has any external authority over you or that God is the author of morality. And you can determine whether or not, let's say, abortion is right or wrong. You can determine uh, sexuality and gender identity. All of that is up to the individual if you begin to deny biblical truth and that God is the one who sets the standard for us. But let's think about some of these foundational truths that they're claiming. And as I said, it's like a cascade of dominoes falling down from there. And so you won't be surprised what else may come down the road because it becomes classic liberal thought. And it is simply denying the reality of truth. But, dear friends, let me give you a helpful tool to help you navigate this water. In order for anyone to deny truth, they have to use absolute truth to deny it. Let me show you what I'm talking about. If, for instance, somebody says, all truth is subjective, ask them, is that a subjective truth? Or is that true for all people, all places, all times? Hey, by the way, that's what the definition of absolute truth is. And forgive me for not defining that earlier, but absolute truth is basically saying that there are some things that are true for all people, all places, and all times. Subjective truth says no, it's only true in certain places, certain people, certain times. In other words, the individual gets to determine what's true, whether that be morality or any other area of truth. And so uh, when we're looking at objective truth, absolute truth, it's a standard outside of yourself. It's true for all people, all places, all times. In order for somebody to deny it, they have to first use it. You see, if they say there is no absolute truth, Is that true for all people, all places, all times? Well, yes, they intend for it to be, but they can't say that. They have to use absolute truth to prove subjective truth. And it falls right through their own argument. They cannot prove subjective truth without using absolute truth. And this is the bedrock of the foundation. If subjective truth is shown to be a a false way of thinking and no ground to stand on, then the rest of their arguments begin to collapse one by one by one. This is why the battle for truth is critical in our generation and in our age. People will make all kinds of absurd claims. Well, you've got your truth 
and I've got my truth. Again, you can ask them, is that true for you or for me too and for everybody else? If it's true for everybody that you've got your truth and I've got my truth, you're using an absolute truth to prove your point. They cannot escape absolute truth. There has to be absolute truth, and the opposite of true is false. And so their arguments begin to fall one by one. And these grave errors that we're seeing take place, it really grieves my heart that this is happening in the church world. And my, how we need a mighty move of the Holy Spirit to impress upon us His truth, God's truth. May we return not first to biblical morality, but to God and to His heart and to His truth. And then as we return to Him and return to His truth, the Holy Spirit will begin working in us to strip away all these bad ideas, all these empty and hollow and shallow philosophies of this world. That's exactly what the New Testament tells us time and time again in Ephesians, in Colossians, in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Read those verses and remind yourself of what the Holy Spirit is doing in your mind to set you free from the empty philosophies of this world. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at antiochbristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.